1: Hi,
0: everyone. It's M and Liv, and we're your kicks
1: What's up? You
0: like my song?
1: Yeah, that's it's great. It's because I'm tired. This is our second podcast we've recorded today.
0: Yes. And we're going to be talking about the Claires Claire clair- Sentience, Clairvoyance, A-l- Claire Audience, Claire Cognizance, Claire Sentience, Aliens, and clairgustance.
1: Yeah. And if you don't know, clair means clear in French. So this is all clear feeling, clear seeing, clear hearing, clear sentence, clear taste. Oh, and clear thoughts. Yes, you know. Yeah, know just a whole bunch of stuff. The metaphysical things. And lives a psychic medium, and she gets all of them. And we're going to explain to you today how this stuff comes through. So you may also have a few of these clairs as well, and may not even know it. So we're going to give you a few methods that will allow you to, I don't know, channel down your ego so that you are able to get, receive the messages that are coming to you because you may not realize that you aren't receiving messages.
0: But we're going to start by explaining what the Claire's are first and how at least we receive them in certain ways, I guess.
1: Yeah, because it's different for every single person. And one of the things that we want to emphasize is... Even if these aren't the ways you experience these clairs, it is not the only way. Uh, a lot of times when people go on the internet and try to figure out how to strengthen their clairs, they become blocked because they don't understand why they are receiving information in a certain way. And this blocks them from actually listening to the messages that are coming in a different way. So we can't sit here and tell you how things come in for you We're just going to tell you from our experience to kind of explain things that possibly could be happening to you to open up your mind and open up your intuition on messages that you are receiving.
0: Yeah, it's mostly about ego because these things are probably already happening to you to a certain extent, whether it's the way we describe it or it's not or something that resonates with you personally about what we're talking about. But it's your ego that goes, nah, that can't be happening because it doesn't make any sense. Uh, so, first step is always trying to tone down the ego. Second step is having a best friend to talk to these things about that doesn't judge you or gaslight you more than you gaslight yourself.
1: Which, a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. So, I feel like you can talk to your spirit guides. You just need to figure out how they are talking back. <laughs> yeah. But let's
0: start with the first Claire. Uh, and as Emma's already said, Claire just means clear in French because... I guess the French were like, we're gonna name these metaphysical things, and uh, starts with Claire audience because it's what M has. She has clear audience and clear sentience and clear cognizance. I have clairvoyance too. We're gonna talk about it. <laughs> so, Claire audience, if you don't know, means clear hearing, and it's usually described as either audibly or inside your head hearing voices, almost like it's your own. I guess if it's outside of your head, it would be someone else's voice. But as a psychic medium, I don't get that outside of my head because that's creepy, and I tell spirits to not do that because it's rude. Like, you want to have someone whisper in your ear? Hey that's that. scary. <laughs> exactly. So I'm yeah. like, get that shit out of here. So she
1: asks for it to not be received, in that way she has it in her head instead of physically hearing it through her ears. Yeah. Which is a possibility if you have clairaudience audience. You could hear voices. You could hear voices inside your head like an inner monologue. But it's obviously not your own thoughts. It's someone else's. A lot of people who have clairaudience tend to have a uh, inner monologue inside their head. So they are essentially speaking and having conversations with themselves. And for me, when I get, I don't know, like a disembodied voice from the beyond. Wow. It kind of, like, interrupts my thoughts, so I'm, like, spewing out this conversation with my inner monologue, and then all of a sudden I will hear my voice, because if I hear someone else's voice, that would be off-putting. I hear my voice say something, and I'm like, where did that come from? Because it literally interrupts what I'm saying, and I'm like, I was talking about something else. I don't know what I'm talking about now, but that was definitely my voice. <laughs> I think it's funny that you just said it would be weird if I got someone else's
0: voice in my head that wasn't my own because that would be off-putting. And literally, cuz I'm queuing up to talk about Zarath cuz I hear his voice, and he literally just mocked you in the same tone like the same way you say it. Nah.
1: nah. <laughs> Saurav is my spirit guide. He's a big cloud being. And his voice is, Olivia describes it as like a thunderclap, like super deep and low.
0: But he literally just mocked you. But within your voice. He put your voice in my head to mock you. Does he
1: talk in my head in my voice? He said yes. No, is he the one that says things? Because he's very sassy. He said it's not just him, it's the other one too. Yeah, because I feel like the one on my shoulder talks me too. And he's like, don't voice. tell
0: people that. Why? <laughs> doesn't well, like want- when we talk about him. <laughs> it's funny. Um, so did you want to talk more about your clairaudience? I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. I have a lot of weird things. So when you were Claire clairaudience, a lot of things that happen, like, I don't know, symptom-wise... When I was a child, I had a lot of problems with my ears, and I was very sensitive to loud noises. So I did not prefer going into movie theaters. I did not like fireworks. I hated all of those things because it was like intensely loud for me. And I had like ear infections my entire life because I have such sensitive ears. So I feel like those are sometimes a. I don't know, like a symptom or like a sign to show you that you are clairaudient. And another thing that I've been doing that I did not realize is audience is when I am listening to something like in a room. So the best example would be to use music. So if you're listening to music, you want to, uh, I don't know, pick out an instrument or like a vocal and you turn down all of the other instruments. So let's say there's a piano you would be listening to the piano, and then you would turn down the volume of all of the other instruments and vocalists so that you just hear the piano. That's kind of a way to strengthen your Claire, but at the same time, I just did that. Did and what she
0: means that? by, like, turn down the music besides the specific thing that you're listening to— So she means like tune it out almost, like focus in and zero in on one portion of the music. So say you're listening to a normal like pop song and you have all the different pieces that come together to make it music, try to focus on one portion of it. Like she said, the piano or a different instrument of your choosing and try to only focus on that portion of the music. I guess that's supposed to help, as Em says, strengthen clear audience, but that's something that I've always done. Because it's funny, we literally sat down to make our video this morning, and she's like, I didn't think that you'd actually have Claire research done. I was like, no, 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 I told you I was going to be here real early in the morning, and we were going to get two videos and two podcasts done, so I'm here. Boom, baby. And she's like, all right, well, do you know how to strengthen these Claire's? Because that's what people want to know. And I was like, um, no. And she's like, well. She tried
1: to give me some back sass and was like, you can't strengthen them because... That's like some, I don't know, people pay for that crap and it's all a hooey, like a scam. Yes, But it's not strengthening it. It is literally realizing it's there. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to not explain it away. You're essentially, uh, what's the word I'm trying to look for? You're like trying to get away from your ego. You're trying to (laughs) lower the chance of you trying to tell yourself that you're making it up. That is what I mean by strengthening.
0: Yeah, but, I didn't get that.
1: Well, because I don't think about it that way. I'm sorry. Yeah, Liv has had this happen to her since she was about eight years old. So a lot of things she doesn't question because it's just is. It's just how it is. But when you all of a sudden start listening to your intuition and your players and things like that, it's, you're going to have a lot of questions and you're going to be like, What? What is this? I'm making all of this up. This is a joke. Like, you're this is you're kidding <laughs>
0: and you're, we're here to tell you, no, it's not a joke. It's just your
1: Claire's. Yeah, so there are a lot of ways to strengthen your clairs, But again, don't rely on those because it's going to come differently for everyone. And it might block you if you decide, oh, I can't turn the volume down on things. Well, that's okay. It probably comes in differently for you.
0: Because M said, like, for her, she used to be able to sit in a really loud study hall and cram her reading material in before her reading class. But the study hall was really loud. That's not something I could do. And she said that she literally would tune out the loudness around her so that she could zero in on her book, even though she hates reading. Yeah, I didn't hear it. I would not be able to do that. I would literally split myself in half. Because when I'm doing things, say I'm in a room talking to people and a television is on... And the television is a little bit too loud maybe for me personally. I cannot focus on what the person is talking about because I'm focusing on what is being said on the television, not what's being said in front of me. And it's really hard for me to do that because I'm zeroing in on something else, not the person speaking to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I can see the person physically in front of me. So I'm like, okay, I don't necessarily have to hear, pay attention to you because I can physically see you, but I can't physically see what's going on in the television. So my mind's like, you have to pay attention to that. Cause you're not actually looking at it.
1: Yeah. Claire audience is one of my strongest psychic gifts. And one of the things that happens a lot for me is volume type. Things. Yes,
0: please share that because it's so cool. It blows my mind.
1: <laughs> I don't know how it happens, and I'm still like explaining it away because I'm like, that didn't happen. That's but it not did real. happen
0: because <laughs> I I verified it and validated you by talking to Moose himself. It
1: literally was two different ways of f- solving an issue. Okay, so I have this beta fish, and his name's Moose. He's so cute and old, and. <laughs> He was having a problem in his fish tank. They were, like, these white bugs, and he was, like, cold and all of this stuff, and he, as a fish, was telling live. However, during that week, the fish tank was just so unbelievably loud, and I just, like, couldn't stand being in that room. So I cleaned the fish tank multiple times because I was like, this filter must need to be clean. There must need to be water in it. Something about the filter is not right. And after cleaning it twice, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go get a new filter because I can't stand the sound of it. It's so loud. And then when Liv came over, she talked to Moose because she's a pet psychic. And like I said, Moose said, I'm cold. I don't feel good. There's these white bugs all over the tank. Like, fix it. So we sanitized everything in the tank and cleaned everything. And once we did that, the filter was quiet. And I didn't have to go get another filter.
0: Because the filter wasn't actually loud. It just was the problem in the room. And that's how she was able to perceive it metaphysically. Was that it physically itself was louder. Like, hey, pay attention to me. Figure it out. There's something wrong over here. And she was like, no, it's just a filter
1: that's loud. Oh my god, this filter is so annoying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So even though Em and I... Came across the same issue and were able to figure it out. It's just the way that we perceived it metaphysically. I talked to Moose, but she heard that there was something wrong with the thing that he was living in.
1: Yeah. Which is,
0: (laughs) it literally blows my mind. I love it.
1: (laughs) I explained it away. I'm like, that didn't happen. You dreamed that. (laughs) No,
0: it's great. So like, what else? I hear M's spirit guide in my head,
1: but I don't. Liv actually hears his voice. She doesn't hear like, her version like her voice as my spirit guide except for like right now but that's that's beside the point she actually hears different people's voices in her head yeah which is so cool
0: (laughs) yeah his voice is like very deep and booming because he's masculine a a cloud (laughs) because he's a masculine cloud like a thunder cloud. yeah and uh her other new guide he talks like this it's really really high and he helps with her words um
1: yeah, he I don't really hear
0: anything from Ro, uh, Rose, Rosaline, Rosaline because yeah. she doesn't really talk to me. She's she like
1: doesn't really want to talk to you. Also, she's yeah. very claircognancy. Mm-hmm. That's mostly how she talks to me, because it's just quicker and more efficient. She's fucking Virgo. That's literally. Why would she speak any other way?
0: Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it's quick and to the point. Doesn't go through anything. Yeah. And then sometimes when I'm giving readings to people and they're the souls that I'm talking to for them are from a different place because we're from the Midwest and I was giving readings to some people that were from the South and they'll make me say words like "mama" or "fussin," and those are not words that people where we from are, are saying. So, oh. uh, yeah. Uh.
1: Yeah, with that as well, another thing with clear audience is when you are speaking, a lot of times the spirits will, I don't know, like change what you're saying or sway you in some way to make you say a certain thing. Mm -hmm. So like when I'm reading tarot, a lot of times I will just start spewing out what the cards mean and the spirits around me will manipulate what I'm saying in order to make them make sense to the person I'm talking to. Because there's all like interpretations of that and stuff, but they essentially speak for me almost but not like that in that way
0: you know how when you hang out with a group of people and you become really close with them and then you start talking like them and it just makes everything easier Mm -hmm. conversationally for you that's what happens with claire audience too because spirits or spirit guides or m's guides no matter whether she's reading tarot cards or i'm giving a reading. The spirits will make us sound a certain way so that it resonates with the person that we're talking to. Almost like if we were hanging out with them and we speak like them. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like you get things from certain people because you're around them. So you get like a certain dialect or like you say certain phrases that you don't say normally because when you're around them, you pick up things so that you fit in with them.
0: Yeah. So clairaudience is not just hearing things, but it's also saying things the way someone might say that as well.
1: Yeah. So. A manipulation of sound, aka you speaking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Going on to clairvoyance, which means clear seeing. So clear, clear, voyance, seeing. And C- uh, clear
1: seeing, clairvoyance, clear seeing, clear. What?
0: Clear! Clear! (laughs) (laughs) So it says that uh, things can manifest physically within someone's actual vision, or it is seeing things within your mind almost as like a movie, or I like to say like daydreaming or thoughts or memories. So... I don't see things physically anymore. When I was a child, I used to watch our first YouTube video. But I was like, that's scary. Please don't show me dead people without faces in front of me. No, thank you. So now I just see everything in my mind. But I'm also a very visual person. So it's easier for them to communicate that way with me. Plus, I feel like it would take less energy because they don't have to physically manifest in front of me. Right. So I get thoughts. Uh, well, I get images But it could be memories of the person that I'm talking to, like the soul that I'm talking to. They'll show me memories or things that happened within their lives while they were alive. They'll also show me memories and things that have happened within my life, as well as things and memories that have happened to the person that I'm talking to as well. All to get information and answers through to the person that I'm talking to.
1: Yeah. So people who have clairvoyance a lot of times are very visual people. They think in images rather than having an inner monologue or thoughts or things like that. And one of the ways to strengthen this is to have a dream journal and just write your dreams in there. Because this kind of opens up your mind to realize the details within your dream and, and kind of open your mind to having this be like a real thing, if that makes sense. You're opening your like intuition to, I don't know, your imagination or your daydreams in your head.
0: Or if you're just a really good, vivid, avid dreamer anyways like me, <laughs> try to write those down maybe. Or if you don't feel like you need to write them down, just p- replay them in your head. I don't, I mean, I can tell you what I woke, was dreaming about before I woke up, but it was weird. <laughs> you're
1: clairvoyant already. It's it's more like you accept that it's happening to you. That's mm-hmm. what writing it down is doing.
0: Oh, it's moving your ego
1: out of yes. the way. Got it. Makes it's sense. Moving your ego out of the way. Yeah. You've already got that open, you know. <laughs> you remember things because you already accept it.
0: Makes sense. Mhm. So, like um I get as a medium during readings, I'll get characteristics of the souls that I'm talking to. Oh, but my favorite is one Spirit will give me layouts of people's houses. That is my absolute favorite, honestly. It's great. I love it. Oh, and then for clairvoyance, I wanted to say I was learning when I was researching the Claire's. I mean, I kind of know what they already are, but I also wasn't entirely sure because I don't read about them um, as much as Emily does or maybe others. But according to parapsychologists, which are the field of pseudoscientists, because unfortunately, that's what I have to say, pseudoscientists that study the paranormal or metaphysical classify the psychic abilities of past, present, and future, which I just usually call the tenses because past, present, future. They classify the the psychic um, tenses within the category of clairvoyance. And they say that past is called retrocognition, The psychic ability of present is called remote viewing, and the psychic ability of future they call precognition. So you have retrocognition of the past, remote viewing of the present, and precognition of the future. And this just made me think about for the present clairvoyance that they call remote viewing. It made me think about when we do TikTok lives and I see what people are doing while
1: they're responding to our TikToks. Yeah, no, she has this ability um, when she's pulling cards for people. She's literally like, dang, turn on a light. Why are you sitting in darkness? Because she can literally sense that they're in their room. I don't know, on TikTok, in the dark. In the dark.
0: (laughs) Well, I think it's funny because they call it remote viewing. But that really is what it's like because I'll see people like I'm standing a little bit farther away from them. (laughs) Like I don't get it claircognizantly. I get it clairvoyantly. (laughs) Like I literally will see you in your room, on your bed, with your phone stuffed in your face
1: in the dark. Watching us on TikTok. Watching us on TikTok. <laughs> Wait, do you see us? Do you see yourself saying that to them? Because that would be fucking wild. What? No. No,
0: not on the phone screen. I just see them. Oh, so you can't see what they're watching? What the heck? You better tune in on that shit. I don't want to do that. That's a little too intrusive. <laughs>
1: You're already intrusive.
0: <laughs> but I just but, thought it was funny that they call it remote viewing. And I was like, oh, it's like what I do on TikTok.
1: <laughs> which, make sure you guys follow us on TikTok for... All of that free reading crap that we do on there as of right now.
0: Yeah, we try to make our lives fun. Um, But anyways, I just, I thought that was hilarious. And I also think it's interesting that for the entire field of parapsychology, they only take clairvoyance into past, past, present, and future. Because, I mean, I get past, present, and future information, and I don't just see it clairvoyantly. I'll get it with all of the other Clares as well. Maybe not. Well, no, because I get sm- taste and smell for food, and that's present.
1: Mm hmm. So. so, is that just the other, only other one? Like, do you hear things from the past?
0: Yes. Yeah. I literally was hearing
1: people screaming oh, yeah, in yeah, their yeah, insane
0: yeah. asylum cells today while my mother was telling her story on our podcast that comes out, what, before this one? And we that was talk in the past. About it in the
1: podcast, it's in the video. It's in the video. It's in the video. Better go follow us on YouTube. So, I could physically
0: hear people screaming from the past.
1: Yeah. Claire
0: audience. <laughs> Claire audience.
1: <laughs> if you wanted anything more terrifying. <laughs>
0: so if anybody is listening to this and you're a parapsychologist or know anybody in the field of parapsychology. Uh, tell them to do that for some more Claire's. Oh, tell them to come talk to me. I would love to do some spiritual testing and stuff like that. To an extent. I won't do any weird stuff like that. But if you want to have my input maybe on past, present, and future. It's not just clairvoyantly. We get it using all the other clairs too. So. Right. anyways moving on wait did you want to talk anything else about clairvoyance clairseeing okay okay hey, so
1: a lot of times with Emily, clair
0: what i love you i love you Marie. okay okay <laughs> leo need validation
1: <laughs> a lot of times with clairvoyance or okay this is apparently just for me because live is the opposite When I get clairvoyance, a lot of times it's my spirit guides trying to make me think about something so that they can explain it with our next clair, claircognizance. So claircognizance is clear thought. And what I was explaining is I will see something and it will make me think of a certain thing. And because I'm thinking of, I don't know, they'll show me oranges and I'll think of oranges and claircognizantly, they will bring up thoughts about the orange so that I can understand why I'm seeing it. But for Liv, I think it's the opposite, right? Yeah, I'll get an answer to something, like a claircognizant
0: knowing, because that's what cognizance is. It's just a knowing about things, and you have, like, no idea where it comes from. Um, but I will get a claircognizant thought, and then they explain it to me with clairvoyance.
1: Claircognizance Cognizance is one of those things that is very hard to validate. It's also very hard to strengthen because it is literally, there's no process. It's just is. Yeah. It would be like
0: walking down the street or something and just knowing that a car is going to crash into a mailbox on the other side. And then like three seconds later, the car crashes into the mailbox on the other side of the street that you're walking on. And you're like, I knew that was going to happen.
1: So the way that it comes in for me is I need to be thinking about something and then all of a sudden I will get thoughts about what I'm thinking about and this kind of explains it. The best way I can say it is they usually use my memories because it's something I already know. And it's kind of like they put the memories in a folder and I don't need to see the memories. I don't need to hear the memories I just know what they are because I've already experienced them. And when I experience or when I am thinking about a certain thing, they will just bring that folder up and be like, these two things go together. We don't need to show you them. You already know about them. And this explains what you are feeling, seeing, thinking about at the moment. I have to sneeze.
0: Wait, do I have another one? Okay, maybe. Oh.
1: So people who have <laughs> clear cognizance, usually they think in thoughts or they have the ability to think in thoughts, which again, thoughts are not seeing something visually. It is not hearing your inner monologue. You literally just have a complete knowing and understanding yeah. about something and you don't actually have to do it. You don't need to go through the process of like seeing or hearing it. You just know.
0: Yeah. So like an example of this when I am doing client readings is I will ask my client, do you have a question in general? Like, do you have any questions? And before they say what their question is, I get a yes or no or maybe or I get a knowing about whatever it is that they're going to ask me a question about. And then while they're asking me the question, I already know the answer to the question. And by the time they're done giving me their question, I can explain to them why the answer it is what it is. Because when they were explaining the question to me, the souls were showing me the reasoning behind why the answer to the question that they're about to ask is what it is. And that's about how fast
1: it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the validations for claircognizance is it comes in faster than you can make it up, essentially, is how I, how I think about it.
0: And sometimes I feel so dumb doing readings because the spirits will show me things so fast in relation to whatever this question is that I have to, like, process it for a second and then be like, okay, this is what they showed me and this is why. Because it it's just again it's a knowing so you literally have the entire situation or the portion of the that, situation that you need to understand and you already know all of it so now it's it's almost like you have to backtrack to explain what you know yeah okay
1: because you didn't go through the process of figuring it out you just know it
0: <laughs> yeah so it's harder to backtrack to tell you how we got it or why we got it than
1: yeah a lot <laughs> of people have they struggle with this one in like a separating themselves from their ego because you just know but like I said you don't have enough time to think up something you don't have enough time to make this up when you just get a thought that is clear cognizance that is from somewhere else and the way I like
0: to to explain it, at least for me I don't think in complete whole thoughts because I don't think I'm that smart. I do. M does because she's a Virgo and her computer. Takes her, too long to not. <sighs> yeah, her brain is a computer. But for me, I don't think that way. I don't have complete thoughts in a split second. So I think in inner monologue or dialogue and I also think in images. So that's mostly why I get clairvoyance is probably my strongest
1: strongest clair, I would say personally, just because that's how yeah, I it definitely think. definitely is. Yeah, because you get essentially you get images and then everything else explains it. Yes. Whereas I get thoughts and sounds and then everything else explains that. <laughs> See, so M
0: and I are not the same. Yeah. Um, so if something's different for you, let it be different. That's who you are. It's what it's how information comes in for you.
1: So another thing with claircognizance, which I think is funny, because live. Hates it. Oh,
0: well, that's the thing I was going to say. I know that I'm getting clear, cognizant information when I have complete and total thoughts understood and knowing about something because that's not how I think. I'm like, that is definitely coming from somewhere else.
1: But yeah, my favorite thing about it is because when someone is trying to teach me how to do something, I will just know how to do it just because they went into the intention of showing me. You don't even need to show me. I already know how to do it because you just wanted to tell me how to do it you went in with the intention so now I know so I catch on on things very easily because I just get a knowing of how things are done and the right way to do it just because (laughs)
0: I wish I could do that
1: yeah so I don't know I was learning how to put name plates on at work this one time and They were training a few people and they look at me and they're like, why are you doing this so well? And I'm like, I don't know. You just showed me how to do it and now I can do it. (laughs) Like I learn from watching people do it because of my claircognizance. Got it. Makes sense. Because a lot of people are like, you can't show her. She has to do it or she's not going to learn. I do not learn from doing. I learned from watching someone do it first. It's interesting. It's I also like to stressful.
0: watch. No, I like to watch people do things
1: too. Yeah. You get a knowing about it.
0: Well, also, they're not like in your space trying to show you what to do. You can watch them do it and be like, oh,
1: oh, oh. Mm, ease. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Um, So I don't want to discount the person that I was reading information about, but they also said that sometimes it feels like knowledge pours into the top of their head. I've been thinking about that. Have you? Mm Mm-hmm. Because the person that I got this information from, they're just definitions, honestly um but i the person is different from me and i was like okay interesting i'm not going to discount anything you're saying i'm really just here for definitions so that i make sure that i'm saying the right things because for some reason i like to switch up clairvoyance and clairsentience but you do you and this i just everybody is different so if somebody literally feels like knowledge is pouring through the top of their head cool beans
1: but i don't experience that so i just wanted to hopefully so put it in here. I've been thinking about that. Uh-huh. You know, I told you, or I explained to you that I get a tingling in my head. That's what's happening. I think.
0: Really? Hmm. Interesting. I mean, it makes sense because it's your crown chakra, and yeah. your crown chakra is like the border between the realms. I think. Well, but- I think
1: it's just for clear Okay. Because obviously, clairvoyance deals with the third eye chakra. And I know a lot of people that have issues like in that area, in their forehead, when they start doing clairvoyant stuff, they'll have a pressure in their forehead. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I only have a pressure in my I get forehead when I'm around priorities. you. <laughs> because I, because I get that. <laughs> it's because Emily suffers from chronic headaches and I'm a clairsentient. And we're going to get into that next because it's not just about emotions. It's also about physical feelings.
1: So the next Claire is Claire sentience, which is clear feeling. It says feelers or empaths are able to feel the emotions
0: of others, which is interesting because that's mostly what people understand as sentience. But again, it's this not one is, just emotions.
1: This one is probably the most common that people will have because it directly affects your survival rate. You want to be able to socially understand the things around you so that you can keep yourself safe.
0: I have a new t-shirt idea. Yeah. You know, like the got milk t-shirts. Okay. It'll be like got, got, got clear sentience. Feels. And then on the back, it'll say, no, just trauma.
1: <laughs> no, just trauma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With like an upside down smiley face.
1: Yeah. Cause we were talking about, um, in our video,
0: how to know the difference between trauma and clairsentience.
1: Yeah, so I have a lot of trauma. And essentially when we were making that video, my spirit guide came in and was like, you know, you should tell Emily that she is clairsentient and it's not just trauma. Because a lot of people who have trauma have indirectly used their clairsentience gift to keep themselves safe. So essentially what is happening is when you're going through traumatic events, You look to the people around you and you evaluate their emotions. And if their emotions start becoming negative, you pick up on that so that you are prepared for them to lash out you negatively. Or you try to
0: control them and bring them back down.
1: Yes. So So that is very much strung up with trauma. And it's very confusing because, again, when we were talking about it in the video, I was trying to explain a line, but it was really hard because
0: it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then M, we went to go get pizza and ice cream.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We were filming another video and I was thinking about it and my spirit guides are like trying to explain that there isn't a line. It's like when you put your two hands together, one hand is trauma and the other hand is clairsentience. They are one and they're also separate parts. I don't know if that makes sense. I
0: have a question because I was just thinking about, okay, well, if you have trauma and clairsentience and they're one and the same, that would be emotional trauma. But what if you've had physical trauma? Are there any physical trauma people out there? Sorry if this sounds really weird. But like say you've had a knee surgery or a hip replacement or some sort of traumatic injury to like your leg and then you walk around somewhere and without really even knowing it, you know that someone else has hurt their leg and then when you talk to them, you... They talk about their traumatic leg injury. Do you think that could be a clear?
1: Wouldn't that be clear cognizance? Well, no.
0: I feel like it would be clairsentience because what if you're walking around and like oh you if you feel, feel that your leg oh, is okay. hurting, but you're like, it's not my leg. But then you know that the person that you're talking to feels the same pain as you because they went through a similar traumatic event.
1: Well, yeah, that would make sense. Okay. I just wanted That's- to know. Because we've only
0: we're only talking about like emotional trauma, but what about physical clairsentient trauma?
1: Well, yeah, that would go into physical clairsentience um, side effects. I need a different word for that. Right, that's what I'm saying. Fines.
0: But it's so weird. So then that's a good segue into the physical aspect of clairsentience, where you physically feel things. So M suffers from chronic headaches. And I would say 90% of the time, but I've been trying to work on it to, like, not be involved in her headaches, that I come over, don't have a headache, I don't have chronic headaches. And then I know exactly where her pain is, and I will explain it to a T of how it feels and what side of her head it's, you know, ailing.
1: (laughs) And it moves around, apparently.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it does. It never goes the same. Right now, under your eyes hurt, Mm -hmm. and the top of your head just around the sides down the sides of your neck, behind your ears. Yeah, there you go. Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: you're welcome. <laughs> it's like I'm wearing a ice bucket helmet clench wire thing. It's horrible. I hate it.
1: Yeah, this goes in the line with, like, sympathy pains and things like that.
0: God, if you have children, you've,
1: you're not allowed. <laughs>
0: I'm telling you right now, only I can have children. Because if you get pregnant and have babies and then, like, I wake up
1: at 4 o'clock in the morning puking because you're puking. I'm going to be real honest. I'd probably be in constant pain the entire time I'd be pregnant too. Because my body's like, there's something wrong. Alert, alert. You need to have a headache for nine months straight. There, there's an alien inside of me.
0: <laughs> God. Yeah. Not looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> so another example is one time I was giving a reading to a client. And she asked me about her health. And as soon as she said health, I got all this information. Um, the Claire, Claire sentient information was that my arms immediately started like prickling and itching and burning. And my joints were aching and almost like on fire. Long story short, she tells me she has fibromyalgia. And that's where her pain usually comes from is on her arms. And I was like, that's a horrible feeling. Now I know what people that suffer from fibromyalgia
1: feel like. I wrote my Alja. I also felt my panic attacks in our uh, spirit guide. Video, oh yeah. Zarath made me feel that was terrifying because I've never had my panic attack explained to me. Having your pain explained to you in detail is very interesting because you don't experience it like that because it's happening all at once. Does that make sense? Yes. It's weird.
0: Well, I'm glad I could experience your panic attack. You're welcome.
1: You. <laughs> no one else knows how
0: that happens. It's weird and I don't like it because her it's anxiety horrifying. is different than mine. So I have that's... a panic
1: disorder and you probably just have generalized anxiety and ADHD probably goes into that as well. Yeah. Which is completely different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So people who are clairsentient have the ability to essentially take on the emotions of other people around them. You can also sense the energy in a room. So if someone is like super angry and frustrated and then you walk into the room, for me, it's almost like I am like swimming through sludge. I can feel the energy oozing off of the person, but you can also just internally feel their emotions, their pain, all of that. You also can feel emotions off of, like, music and things like that that would be a way to strengthen your uh, clairsentience is through music. You just need to establish a connection with the music and feel what emotions the singer or songwriter had when they were in the process of singing and writing it. <laughs>
0: I cry a lot when I listen to music, even if it's a happy song. I think I have too many neurons that are close together in my brain and they fire too much at the same time. I have way too many emotions,
1: especially for a girl. I also
0: get like synesthesia when I listen to songs and sometimes listen to audible things.
1: That is when sound makes colors and things like that, which you can see the auras of things and I still want to know what my voice looks like color wise. Do I have to speak in order for you to do that? (laughs) Pressure. (laughs) You're making that duck face again.
0: Cuz I don't want to say what I want to say.
1: Say it. I won't be offended.
0: When you're excited, the color of your voice is like that yellow color that like muted pastel yellow. Mhm. And then when you're talking normally, it's like a gray.
1: That's awesome. Okay, I didn't <laughs> want to offend you cuz they're not like super pretty colors. Well, that's kind of my personality. Yeah, it's like a monotone. Pas- it's like a pastel
0: gray and a pastel pink. Or pastel see, yellow.
1: Can you see your voice? No. No. What's Bradley's voice? Her fiance.
0: I'd have to hear it. Again. Oh, you have to
1: hear it again? That's so weird.
0: It changes it changes depending on what their emotions are too or what they're talking about. I she, feel like his would be green and brown. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on how he's talking. Like if he's cranky right now, it's definitely like a brown color. But
1: when he gets excited about stuff, it's like a dark forest green. Can you use that to like see if I'm lying? I've never tried it. Okay, I'm going to just give you straight lies. Are you ready? Are you actually going to give me straight lies? Straight lies. Okay. Okay. I am a hippo. The sky is green. Uh, I can fly through the air with my wings on my toes. I feel like
0: the frequency changed and not the <laughs> color.
1: <laughs> well, I also feel like I sound dumb, so that's why my voice went up.
0: I think they have to be more believable lies for the people on the interwebs to try and... Uh, Feel like I am actually doing something. Oh, let's see. I don't know any good lies. <laughs> <laughs> interesting.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: Your laugh is like a a more
1: bright yellow. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I
0: listen to music, I get colors a lot, and the way that the colors move changes too. Yeah. Like. <sighs> Ratatouille. I was listening to a song the other day from oh, okay. MGK. And he was, I I have never, I had never heard the song before. And he, there was one verse about God. And then the verse after God, he was talking about, I believe it was a friend. And I want to say it was a friend that passed because I feel like I could understand who he was talking about, even though he wasn't saying names. And then the verse switched to his mom. Okay. Which makes me uncomfortable because the song was really good. And I just want to give him a hug. But also, it's MGK. And I can't do that because I can't just (laughs) mom everybody all the time. (laughs) Wow. I've just talked to so many people now that I've been doing readings professionally. um, And it just breaks my heart a lot for the things that happen to people and the souls that I talk to. And since we're talking, what we're talking about, clairsentience, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to express to people, if I haven't done it enough already, for the people that are like, I wish I could be a medium. When I'm giving readings to people, if you've seen some of our TikTok lives, there was one man who was very upset about his things being touched and someone living in his house and his wife not being treated exactly how he thought he was she should be treated. Not that she was being treated badly. She was literally just living with family members with their dog. But he was absolutely livid about the things that were being moved that were his and the things that he couldn't control since he had passed on and if you watch that TikTok video you can see me getting angry and it's not because I'm angry it's because I am channeling his anger right I physically feel the anger of the spirits we were um, talking to my mom in the podcast before this and she shares a story about a little boy that was lost in a fire and her, the older sister um, couldn't save him. And it was basically her fault that her younger brother perished in a fire. But what happened was her father took the blame for her little brother dying in a house fire. And it was her fault. And I literally felt the anguish and sorrow that this man felt his entire existence because we were channeling him. What? That's why I started crying. Oh. Because honestly, it was a happy story, right? Mm-hmm. right? Because in the end, it was good. But I felt his absolute world-crushing regret for why it. was he
1: regretful? Because he thought it was his fault? Yes. Oh.
0: But even though he doesn't feel that way anymore. No, he does. He still feels like it
1: was his fault. Got even you. though
0: the outcome ended up being okay.
1: Mhm. Even though that was probably supposed to happen.
0: Yes, so literally imagine if someone takes your heart and just fucking squeezes it like a juice box.
1: Yeah, you have to experience emotions that you haven't experienced in this lifetime, like losing someone or losing a child.
0: And making it feel like it's your fault. Yeah. That's a big thing to carry, and that happens almost every reading.
1: Yeah. I the, mean, they're all
0: different, but... The things
1: you're talking about most of the time are vulnerable crap, my dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, that's another thing of clairsentience.
1: Oh, there's also one more thing with the uh, physical sensations. A lot of times people will explain when they ask spirit things. This, I feel like, is more if clairsentience is more of your main, I don't know, main forms of communication. But when you ask spirit things, a lot of times they will get uh, chills and things like that. And that's like an overwhelming yes. But chills are a sign of clairsentience. Weird. Yeah. Which I also forgot to mention for clear audience. uh, Ringing in people's ears. Oh, yeah. People get that a lot. And they're like, tell me what this means. And I'm like, well, if it's on your
0: left hand side, at least for me, it means that you're just perceiving normal metaphysical energy around you. So it's like within our plane of existence. But if it's on your right hand
1: side, that's like spirits being like, dee (laughs) diddly. My spirit guide is on my left shoulder, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Most spirit guides screams. I see on left, but that I believe in my ear. <laughs> I believe that spirit guides are on our left because they have the ability to there. move things within
1: our existence. Yeah. So, but I think my my little spirit guide dude sits on my left shoulder and screams in my left ear, and that's mm-hmm. where all the we comes uh, from. Got it. Is him <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So technically, it could be a spirit, but. They would have to be in our plane of existence in order to do that.
0: Yeah. Well, that's like the spirit guides. I mean, so, they're not within our plane of existence, but they have a, the ability to move things within our plane of existence, so which is, his, is how you get signs
1: and symbols. Is the side thing, like your spirit side and your psychic side, is that like game for all mediums or you just don't know because you've not talked to another medium? I
0: haven't talked to enough
1: mediums. Because your medium, like your mom seems to think that.
0: Yeah. My mom has
1: the almost similar things to me. Well, I know that because you're related, but she seems to think that that's all mediums. Has she met another medium? Probably. Interesting.
0: She was talking about that Doris lady, I think. Doris Stokes, I think was her name. Got you. And she explained it the same way. And She's way older than my oh, mom. She- but I don't actually know because I've never looked up Doris Stokes. So hopefully she doesn't like that we're not saying her name or we are saying her name. I feel like she's passed. She'll be fine. Sh- <laughs> see if she's passed. I want to see. <laughs> hang on talk about something while i look her up i <laughs> like think she has big um big brown hair oh she's so cute she's so cute yeah she's definitely past. <laughs> she has to be look at her she's a medium yeah and she talked to your mom uh i don't think she talked to my mom i think my mom watched things
1: of her oh and she explains the sides and things like that that's weird yeah, I wonder if that's actually a thing or if it's just for some people, like strictly right side is spirit and the left side is our realm. Cause like that opens up a lot of things, like a lot of conversation. Because like, would the spirit realm just be just on the right side of every human being?
0: She died in 1987, Doris. Like I if you, you hear that we're talking about you, you're so she, cute. She's like, stop. A stop. Ugh, why are you adorable? She's like, no, honey. Oh, no, honey, you're adorable. Oh, God, stop. Okay. um, I'll probably cut that
1: out. Um, What were you saying? So if you perceive things on your right side as the spirit realm and everything on the left side is of our realm, if you think about it, the spirit realm is just always on your right-hand side dimensionally. So, like, piece of paper analogy again. If you're on a piece of paper... There's always one direction in which the dimension goes out to the third dimension, right? So if a piece of paper is facing me and I'm on the right side of the piece of paper, Mm. I'm always going to be on the right side of the piece of paper because I'm in my dimension and they're in their dimension. Yes. Until I get into their dimension, then I can be on their other side.
0: Yeah. And the only thing that's...
1: That's weird. The
0: only thing that's holding us to this dimension is physicalness of itself.
1: Yeah, so I wonder if all mediums perceive it that way because it would make sense dimensionally-wise that it's always on one side. Yeah, like a map. Yeah, it's weird.
0: (laughs) I hope that's how it is. If there's any mediums out there that also get information how I do, let us know. Because I'd be super wicked.
1: Super wicked. Not wicka, wicked. Wicked. So, um there what? are two other Claire, whatever, two Claire's that are left. These ones usually are said together. They are clear smelling and clear taste. So, you have Claire alliance and Claire Gostance. Yeah. And I get them usually when I'm talking to creatures. I do not get any of that. <laughs> I
0: love
1: creatures. They're so that's cute. That's
0: weird. I love talking to them. I talked to one he was like this little tiny scruffy dog, you know, like the ones that you have to get groomed because their hair goes everywhere. And he was like, probably the side eyes of my notebook, Emily. <laughs> and he was so cute. And he was showing me how he lives in the city, but his owner will take him to her mother's house where the woman has a backyard and grass. And what he does is he frog legs, his little, ba- his little legs out behind him. And when his belly touches the grass, he's like, oh, it's so great. I love when the grass touches my belly. But he was like this little tiny chunky thing. And I was like, oh, I just want his your belly. It's so cute. Wow.
1: (laughs) You like chunky things. Oh,
0: yes, I do. Oh, yes. Big things and
1: chunky things.
0: But he wasn't chunky. He just was adorable. And just the thought of his little belly in the grass. Oh, goodness.
1: But, yeah, she gets a lot of. Uh, these kind of clairs from animals because animals use a lot of scent things for, uh, information, the communication and all that. I had a cat tell me
0: that her owner, uh, burned dragon incense and she did not like the smell of the dragon incense and she made me smell it. Um, I also had a dog that wouldn't go out into a hallway of where he was living because they sprayed weird things on the carpet and it like burned his nose, like the carpet freshener that they used or whatever. There was also a spirit in the hallway, but that's besides the point. And, um, what else? I had another dog tell me that he didn't like his past owner's partners because the one that was mean, one wore too expensive and too ugly of shoes and smelled really bad. And the other one smelled nicely. And usually when they give me food tastes, I can discern the the difference between crunchies and wet food or like kibble because they give me the like, not only the size of the crunchies or kibble, but also the texture and the taste because it's a more muted taste almost like you would with get with like bread and uh, wet food. They give me like a cold, almost um, metallic-y smell and taste as well, but they like it. So I don't, I don't get it as like. Something that's gross. I taste it how most they would taste it, I guess.
1: Yeah, so do you get information like that from human spirits?
0: Emma already knows the answer.
1: <laughs> I think you do, you know? Yeah. You just don't realize it. Because Probably. it's more normal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, also my taste and smell is messed up beyond belief right now. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> I don't have COVID anymore. I haven't had COVID for like f- three, four months. But all of a sudden my taste and smell is all messed up everything just tastes and smell the same and it's poop it makes me sad anyways probably the most common taste and smell that I get or like taste um from people is oh one time I had somebody tell me what um heroin smoke smelled like weird that was a human thing and it was a smell
1: Have you ever smelled that before? No, I've never been around drugs. I don't know. (laughs) I literally had
0: to ask the person that I was talking to, my client. I was like, they're giving me a white thick smoke and it's very acrylic or acid smelling. I'm like, I don't don't know anything about drugs and I don't (laughs) know if this person was with drugs. So I don't want to assume anything bad. I'm like, do you know what that would be? And my client was like, yeah, they were probably smoking heroin. Or no, it was meth. Sorry, they were smoking well, meth, meth, not heroin. That doesn't make any sense.
1: Clearly, we know a lot about that. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly, it was
0: it was meth. Anyways, so now I know what meth smoke smells like because of a spirit, and also what it looks like.
1: Information that you need in your daily life
0: probably shouldn't be on a podcast. Sorry, guys, uh, but that's we what can it's like.
1: Explicit content. We're not on YouTube. That's there is no algorithm. Uh, that's
0: what it's like being a psychic medium. Being uh, a psychic medium. Uh, yeah, I say it like you. It's funny.
1: You also get a bitter taste for people.
0: Yeah. When people are bad people, I was doing a reading for somebody where they the soul was describing their possible accomplice in their killing or their death. Um, and the way that the soul was describing this person was giving me a slimy, bitter taste in my mouth. And I said, I'm sorry to my client who I was talking to. I said, you know, what your friend is telling me is that this person they're giving me a bitter taste in my mouth and a slimy feeling. I said, is this how this person was? I don't think that they were a good person at all. And my client goes, yep, that's exactly, I know who exactly you're talking about. And I was like, okay. So for people that are bad or mean, I get a bitter taste in my mouth. Or if they're slimy, they get a slimy taste in my mouth. Because,
1: I don't know, oh, it's that's what less, resonates with me. It's less scary than seeing what they actually did. Yeah. So <laughs> bitter taste, a <laughs> little less scary. Makes sense. So that's Claire Aliens
0: and Claire Gustins. And I think it's interesting that um, I want to say I tried to look up where the Claire's came from. But it really, as much as I could find was, one, the Claire's go back to French names. So the French obviously named them or somebody that liked, I don't know, was naming French. things after French things. Oh, yeah, she, or was French. So that makes me think like French. tarot card era is Mm -hmm. when they started using those words, but I'm not entirely sure. And that would be like Renaissance medieval era. Um, But clairvoyance or the ability to have psychic interpretation of past, present and future has been found in not only old pagan religious texts, but also Christianity as well as Jainism. So like for instance, I guess the Christian saints had documentation of clairvoyant or clair abilities. As well as the individuals of Columba of Iona and Catherine Emmerich, Padre Pio, and uh, Jesus Himself. So, and I want to say, with that being said, when, and I want to say specifically in like Christian texts, but I'm not entirely sure, but religious texts, usually when people talk about individuals having clairvoyant or clair abilities, metaphysical perceptions. It says, in most religious cases, the ability to see things or have clairvoyance was attributed to a higher power and not thought of as an ability that lay within the person themselves, which I have always wondered. I'm like, how am I able to do this? How am I able to do this? How do I do these things, me, my, myself, and I? You
1: just got a big hole in your glass around you and the other spirits around it are like, Yo, live. I can talk to you through this little hole in your box.
0: I don't even think it's a hole though. I think it's that for some reason, like a radio station or a radio or a Bluetooth, I am somehow tuned into this frequency. And Mm -hmm. when I'm talking to specific people, it's like I have to do a little click notch, click, click to get into their frequency to read their energy. Because again, I have my walls. I feel like my walls are like my dial. I just have to Mm -hmm. dial in to the people that I need to talk to because I don't want to have my life overrun with all this information all the time. So again, like you said, I just have to pinpoint people in the energy soup and that's me turning my little radio dial to click into their frequency and like read their radio raves. But I literally was doing research for one of our videos a couple weeks ago. Which one was it? I don't even remember now.
1: You're going to have to be more specific. <laughs> I know. We do so much.
0: Um, but anyways, M was like, you have to have a script. Oh, it was my signs and symbols. Oh, yeah. And M's was like, you have and to have a script. Posted. I can't help you if you don't have a script. So come prepared with a script because it's your signs and symbols. We just need like a topic flow. I'm like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But <laughs> while I was literally writing down things for signs and symbols and how I use the Claire's to interpret spiritual energy and how they give me energy during readings or in general um, or information in general using my, using the Claire's, that's how they give me information and I'm able to do what I'm doing. Um, it's not me that's doing it. I don't get information. I don't pull it. I don't grab it. It's nothing to do with me. I'm literally just the physical vessel, just the little radio that is spitting out information, but where the information come, comes from is from spirit. And it's guided and dictated and filtered through by not only the spirits I'm talking to, but my spirit guides themselves. But most importantly, before a soul can tell you anything, and I mean anything, they have to get permission from a higher spiritual power to say the things that they say because it cannot interfere with your free will unless otherwise dictated by a higher spiritual entity. So it's not about me. The fact that I think it's interesting that clairvoyance has been talked about in religious texts, but they say that the people that have claimed these sixth sense abilities say, it doesn't come from me, it comes from somewhere else. I literally had that spiritual spanking two weeks ago. Yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah, that's one of those things that you just accept as normal because you've had it so long. Because I've asked that question before and I'm like, well, obviously the information is coming from my spirit guides. That's what they told me. Uh Because I'm like, I don't know why people are talking to me all of a sudden because it wasn't happening last year. Because you're ready. And my spirit guides are like, well, their spirit guides talk to me and I talk to you so that you can get the information in a way that makes sense to you. So obviously they're filtering the information for things that I'm allowed to know. Uh Mm-hmm. Which, I just never looked at it that way. Well, yeah, because you've been doing this since you were eight. You don't have questions about it. It just happens to you.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> guess. And now that I'm doing it, I have questions. But
1: Well, now that I'm like, well, this isn't normal. And you're like, well, what do you mean it's not normal? It makes me happy. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Is that, all your, is that all your religious stuff? You got a lot of religious stuff written down.
0: Well, I didn't do the Jainism one. You want me to talk about that? Oh, for sure. Let's do it. Okay. So, in addition to pagan religions and Christianity, Jainism is a religion over in the East, and they say that in the Jainism uh, religion, or Jainism, I feel like that's
1: (laughs) double. Redundant. Redundant.
0: Yeah. Clairvoyance is regarded as one of the fifth kinds of knowledge, the beings of heaven and hell, or divas, and is said to possess... Oh, okay. It says, in Jainism... Clairvoyance is regarded as one of the five kinds of knowledge. The beings of heaven and hell, also known as divas, are said to possess clairvoyance by birth. And according to a Jainism text that I'm going to poorly try to pronounce, which mm-hmm. is Savartha Sidi, Savartha this kind of knowledge, aka clairvoyance, is called Avadi. As it ascertains to matters in a downward range or no knowledge of objects within limits. And when I think of objects within limits in a downward motion, I think people that have clairvoyance have the psychic abilities of past, present, and future of things going on within the physical world. So objects within limits and in a downward position. Because when I think of... When I think of spirit in heaven, I think almost a little bit above us. And I know it sounds really weird, but it's when I see things from them, if it's not a memory, but an observation from them from spirit, I usually see it above, which is weird. Like from a higher point of view physically. It's almost as if they're seeing things from a higher point of view.
1: Like in a different dimension. Like if they were the people holding the piece of paper that we are on.
0: Well, usually when I see things, yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. If I yep. were to see things,
0: imagine if like some weird little creature was up in the corner of the room right there looking at us down from there. That's how I usually see it.
1: Okay, why everything's on the right side. Makes Gross. so much sense. Mm-hmm. Weird. We are on the piece of paper and they are looking at us. Yes.
0: Um, so I think it's interesting, again, going back to clairvoyance and how parapsychologists divine – to find it as past, present, and future retrocognition, remote viewing, and precognition. And then the Jainism, you know, definition is things within the physical world, or at least that's how I interpret the way they wrote it. But then what about if you're a clairvoyant and I'm literally physically seeing a soul standing in my mind? <laughs> And I can explain to you what they look like using clairvoyance. And I can explain to you what they sound like because I know they're from the South because they use certain words within my mind to phrase sentences differently. And I can smell the smells that the dog that's standing next to them smells while they go hunting in heaven for rabbits because this person's dog was their hunting dog. And I can see what the dog looks like. And then they show me this one time they went hunting and a boat fell over and they all both fell out yeah (sighs) that's not within our plane of existence though yeah (laughs) it is but it's from the past but i'm seeing it within my mind's eye it's weird
1: just got your telescope looking into dimensions and shit i I like
0: how you say that so quietly just sitting there playing with your tarot cards like it's normal
1: (laughs) you put them in front of me i can't not touch them i did
0: not put them in front of you you put them in front of you Laughs.
1: (laughs) 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 that was it's true (laughs)
0: So our next podcast is going to be about spirit guides.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So like we said in the beginning of this podcast, a lot of these things don't necessarily are going to reply, like are going to... I don't know what I was about to say. You're not going to experience them in the exact
0: same manner that we do. It's going to be specific to you and how you interpret the world around you
1: and the metaphysical world around you. So don't let people tell you you have to experience your clairs in a specific way. You have to strengthen them in a specific way because it's not going to help you. It's going to block you. But the best way to learn all your clairs and to tap into your intuition is to speak with your spirit guides, which is our next podcast. So make sure you guys check that out. Subscribe to our podcast. Also, check out our YouTube channel. We talk about this same topic, but you can see our beautiful faces or something. (laughs) Uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) laughter. Also, if you guys have any stories with your Claire or have any other paranormal stories, make sure to go to metapsychics.com to the extras tab and submit share your stories. Our stories. Yes, yes, just make sure they're original because we will not use them otherwise. But we are planning on doing a listener's story where we read your stories live or on podcast and. Liv tells you what actually happened. Or if I can
0: see them. A lot of the times when people tell me stories, I get like in-depth viewpoints of the story because I kind of see what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like our YouTube video that we did earlier where I started channeling the spirits that my mother uh, met earlier at a completely different time and place, which was interesting. (laughs) Awkward
1: laughter. Awkward laughter. But yeah, so... In our next podcast, we will be covering Spirit Guides again because you guys asked for it. And while you guys wait, check out all our social media, check out our other podcasts, and we'll see you guys in the next one. We are your mara Sa-Kicks. Wow.
0: <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> <sighs> I hate you so much.
1: <laughs>
0: God. It's ruined. Soiled it. Soiled, Soiled, it. It. <laughs> Soiled it! Soiled it! Soiled it!
1: Soiled it! Soiled it!